You're listening to Do You Hear That? A podcast about birds, hosted by Noah Kalina and Paul Lamar. We're bird enthusiasts, not bird experts. I woke up this morning and I've got this pain. It's sort of in the sort of back's lower right side of my back. And I'm not sure if it's a muscle or if it's something internal, but I've just been sort of trying to stretch wait, it out. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Noah, do you hear that? Yeah. What? What is that? Wait, you know what that is. I know. I know. I know what that is. That's the American crow. It's kind of scary sounding. It is kind of scary sounding. Something bad going to happen today? Maybe. I hope not. But you never know. When there's a crow around, anything could happen. Can you tell me what the scientific name of the American crow is? The scientific name is Corvus brachyrhynchus. Let's get Google to play that back. This is a hard one. This is a long one. Corvus brachyrhynchus. You were pretty close, actually. Um, this is a large passerine bird species of the family Corvida. Corvidae? Corvidae. Corvidae. I don't know, but Corvidae, huge family, lots of crows in the world. Yeah, it, it was funny, like, searching just for a crow. Yeah. Like, there's like a hundred species that come up. Which I had no idea. And which we should mention, we're talking about the American crow. Yes, which looks kind of like a lot of the other crows, but there are subtle differences. You know what else is a corvids? What? Or a corvidae? The blue jay. The blue jay. I knew it. I guess they're related, but I don't know why. They kind of like look similar in size. I think the crow is a little misleading because it's all black. Oh, totally. I mean, they say the corvidae, crows, ravens, rooks, jackdaws, jays, magpies, tree pies, coughs, and nutcrackers. Hmm. So we haven't covered, I mean, I never even heard of a tree pie. Sounds great. One day we're going to do a tree pie. Yeah, we are. I think the tree pie is coming in 2023. Nice. But in the meantime, we're talking about the American crow. Yeah, the American crow. And I was captivated by the Wikipedia page for this bird. There's truly too much to talk about. Okay. What do you want? Where, where do you want to start? I don't even know where to begin. One, one fact right off the bat that absolutely blew my mind is that crows have the same brain to body ratio brain to body ratio yeah as humans i know i've never thought of that being a ratio before yeah <laughs> and i mean i guess this is kind of why people uh use the term bird brain as an insult it's not an insult anymore right not when you're talking about a crow yeah be like if someone calls you a bird brain be like what like a crow yeah like you're saying i'm incredibly intelligent thank you yeah i mean are you saying that my brain has the same ratio of mass of brain to body. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, and not to jump ahead there, but while I was reading a little bit about it, they have a hard time studying the crow because they're so hard to catch. That was another thing that was amazing. What? It was like, cause they're onto us. They <laughs> yeah. know what we're doing. They're like, yeah, well, I'm not messing around with that. Like Exactly. They know that there's a trap. Yeah. So they avoid it. And if you do ban them, you'll never find them again. Because they were like, I'm not ever going to go back to where that happened. <laughs> yeah, they learn from their experiences. It's amazing. So with that, we probably know that we aren't going to know the oldest living crow. Right. 
Well, there was a comment that it said it was something like eight to 10 years uh, in the wild, but 30 in captivity or something. Wow. So the wild is a wild place to be, you know. Yeah, that's where you want to be, I think. There are 31 million crows in the world, American crows. That is incredible. Wow. Also, for the, the American crow, everyone in the United States and almost all of Canada can see the American crow and probably has seen the crow. In fact, I think a lot of people, when they think of birds, might just think crow. Yeah, I mean, this is another one of those birds, again, that I see. And I feel like right. the birds that you see in L.A. represent the birds you see everywhere, maybe. Yeah, maybe. and then because they can live anywhere, they adapt to live everywhere. In fact, a lot of people might consider them pests, but I think this is up for dispute because they'll eat crops or whatever. But I think those farmers also realize that they eat good things right. that also attack their crops. So it's sort of like a you win some, lose some situation. Right. Yeah, I was actually looking. I was waiting to find a fact about them being pests, but maybe I missed it or I just didn't see anything because maybe they're just not that bad. But wait, you mentioning the crops is making me think of a scarecrow. Oh, yeah. So that's where it comes from. Crows are hard for humans to find and band. So maybe when you put up like a straw looking man. It doesn't work. Yeah. They don't want to go near it because they're afraid of humans. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, those those don't really work. They work for a day. Uh You know, and I mean, people also put up like, or I even have one. It's like a fake owl that you put in the garden and its head moves in the wind. Oh, wow. But. Birds aren't that dumb, and especially the crow isn't that dumb. Yeah, so they figured out the scarecrow pretty quickly. Yeah. There's this fact on allaboutbirds.org that I think is so interesting. It says, in some areas, the American crow has a double life. Whoa. Did you read this one? Wait, I did not. It maintains a territory year-round in which the entire extended family lives together. But during much of the year, individual crows leave the home territory to join large flocks at dumps and agricultural fields. Wow. And then they come back together later in the year. Wow. That's pretty interesting. It's like they go on vacation. Or off to war. Yeah. Or just they go out to find themselves. Yeah. Wow. But then they do make their way back to their like family. That is an interesting fact. What a strange behavior. Much like us, a lot of humans have double lives. Mm-hmm. We don't only work on this podcast. Yeah, well, you don't. <laughs> uh, what else about this bird? Oh, well, we could describe what the crow looks like. Although I think most people know what it looks like just yeah, through popular culture and being alive. Yeah, totally. But I was reading uh, some descriptions about this bird and it is all black. It has all black feathers, but here it says that it has iridescent black feathers. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? Because when I'm looking at these photos, it just looks black. Yeah. And like, maybe they look a little shiny. There's one where there's a, it almost looks blue. Oh yeah. In the chest and on the back, a little purple. Yeah, I see. And I think that is just how the light hits it. It can, it will change colors just a little bit. I see it. I see it. It's kind of, they almost look like they're wearing velvet. Like kind of has that velvet texture. Interesting. Yeah. Velvet. Such a, such a nice fabric. 
You see this photo of the crow chasing the hawk? Yeah, that was cool. So I see that on my property from time to time. I will see the crows chasing hawks. And sometimes I wonder if the crows around my house are protecting my chicken. (gasps) Wow. I know. I'm not totally sure they are. They usually, I only usually see the crows in the front field of my property. My my property is somewhat large and I have a big open field in the front. Uh-huh. And I'll always see them on the ground pecking for worms or whatever out there. Wow. It's rare they come to the, like where the garden and my studio are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes I'll look up in the sky and see a hawk crow fight. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. And the hawk looks much bigger than the crow. So that's sort of bold of the crow. Yeah, definitely. But I think the crow kind of has that attitude. Like they're kind of... They're bad to the bone. Yeah, they're bad to the bone. The second photo here of the red-winged blackbird flying next to the crow is absolutely stunning. The red-winged blackbird doesn't look like a crow when it's next to a crow. But when it's not next to a crow, it does look like a crow. Yeah, they have a similar shape, right? Yeah, but smaller. Yeah, way smaller. Yeah. And the red wings. Yeah, those red wings are epic. So cool. I think a lot of people do see red winged blackbirds and think crow. It's because they don't really see birds. It's because they don't listen to this podcast. The nest of this bird was described as, I think it was sturdy. Yeah, you'd think a, a bird like a crow would have a very proper like F-150 kind of nest. It's not a dinky nest. They would use like logs. Yeah. Imagine that's like Lincoln logs. One fact that's blowing my mind is in regards to the West Nile virus. Oh, yeah. They went on about this quite a bit. So I guess this virus, I don't know if it's still around. It is, yeah. Uh Uh-oh. It's kind of always around, I feel like. Sounds familiar. But apparently the crow can get infected with that. And when it does, it can spread it around, but it also indicates the spread of that virus. Right. How do people know if the crow has it? Like, do they turn a different color or something? Do you think they're full-time crow watchers? Maybe. I just want to go back and update that crow age. Uh Uh-huh. All About Birds says the oldest recorded wild American crow was at least 17 years, five months when it was photographed in Washington State. But a captive crow in New York lived to be 59 years old. 59? I know. Amazing. That might be the oldest bird we've talked about. Maybe. Yeah. You could just imagine the apartment of that person who had a 59-year-old bird in it. No, yeah. That would... Some people in New York City, like you go into their apartments and you're like... What's going on here? Yeah, is that a 59-year-old crow? Yeah, like, I'm just, it probably outlived the owner. Yeah, it just became and, that. like, one day, like, there was a smell in the building. Yeah. And they found the owner who had been dead for a couple of weeks. And, but there was still just a crow living there, and he was 59 years old. Yeah. And the crow <laughs> talked to them. Yeah, probably. And told them what happened. Yeah. And it was, it was starving. Wow, that's a really vivid image you've just painted there we should make a short film about that that would be amazing that'd be cool all right we'll get on that we'll get the bird team on that yeah i don't know why this is hung on to this day but crows are often associated with death thieves graveyards bad luck and other negative connotations yeah when i see a crow i don't think that no sometimes i do 
when you hear that sound, it's sort of the Halloween haunted house ride. Yeah, I love that sound. Definitely a silhouette. It's sitting on a gravestone. Yeah. I don't think it's the crow's fault. I think it's just... I feel like it's more about the mysterious look of it. Like, it's not about its color. It's just sort of its, like, attitude and, like, how it acts. And, like, I think if you think of creatures that move through the night, like... And just seeing it silhouetted, it's very big. Yeah, it's, like, stealthy. Like, is this a true fact that crows are always in pairs? Well... If you see a crow not in a pair, it's bad luck. Oh, interesting. Well, do you think walking under a ladder is bad luck? I don't. Okay, then I think seeing a singular crow will be okay for you. But, you know, come to think of it, when I do see the crow in my front field, there's usually at least one other one. Yeah, well, and me too, whenever I see them flying around. Because I'll see crows just kind of doing laps, like right out my window. And there's always two. This is one of those birds that when clicking through photos, especially on All About Birds, oftentimes it'll be like the male and then the female. This, they just say adult. Mm. I don't think you can differentiate the male and the female crow. I think I read that the male is a little larger, Mm. but I think that's the only way to tell. And even then it could be like, that's a younger bird. Yeah. How do you measure that? Yeah. If you just hold your thumb up, and then you like triangulate with yeah, right. the sun. And... But then also, how come there's no pictures of baby crows? Have you ever seen a baby crow? No, nope, never have. Well, I'm Googling baby crow. What are you finding? It's very cute. Uh-oh. In the like weirdest and ugliest way possible. I want to Google baby crow. Wow, the baby crow. Highly recommended. Highly recommended Google image search. It's really cute. What do you mean? Little fuzzy guy. I mean, the ones in the nest, the one, you know, birds in nests, like when they're fresh. Yeah. They look. It's ugly. They all look like that, though. Yeah, it's scary. Their but... mouths are open. It's like, <laughs> shut that trap. <laughs> yeah. But then you see them and they, they get their little fuzzy feathers and they're really, really cute. Like a little fuzzball. The fresh birds in the nest, they look like they're not going to make it almost. Like We should post a baby crow photo. Yeah, we should. We'll get our social media manager on that if you don't see it we were just lazy (laughs) it's hard to do all of these things yeah we're juggling so much here wow this one picture is especially cute this almost looks like one of your new little fluffy chickens yeah a little bit what if one of my silky black chickens was actually a crow that would be astounding (laughs) what a turn of events this baby the feet are huge oh yeah they are you see that yeah it's like bigger than like their whole body yeah well they'll grow into them how would they even walk like that well probably tripping yeah they probably don't walk much and then one day they fly beautiful wow the life of a bird all right let's do it paul let's rate this bird on the world famous squawk scale yeah this bird has got to be a five caw bird a hundred percent the crow is a five five crows on the five scale anything less they would come for us you know i wonder like i mean people know that we make the chirping sounds correspond to our rating right i think at this point they might have figured that out okay yeah did you see that some of these baby crows have blue eyes i I was like sort of yeah one time i saw a friend's baby it was like a brand new baby 
Yeah. And I was looking at it and uh, I was like, oh, wow, uh, your baby has such great blue eyes because the baby had blue eyes. And they were like, no, those are brown. What? I know. It was the weirdest thing. And now I just don't go near babies because <laughs> I don't know what to say about them because clearly I could be wrong. Is that why you don't want to have kids? Cause... Because of that one moment yeah. 10 years ago. That's funny. What an odd thing to say. Yeah. Wow. I feel bad for that kid. Their parents are clearly delusional. All right, Paul. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, special shout out to our friends flyingcolors.co. They recently sent us this delicious bird food, and we think our listeners would really enjoy it. Make sure to check them out at flyingcolors.co and use coupon code Do You Hear That, all one word, for a $20 coupon off a carton. Have you seen this food yet, Paul? I finally have a bird feeder now, and I have the best bird feed for it. My neighbors are jealous that I'll have their little tiny bird feeders that just have like liquid in it, but all the birds are coming to my house now. It is beautiful bird feed. I mean, this is premium CDO. Do you hear that? It's hosted by Noah Kalina and me, Paul Amara. I also edit the show and I made the music. Noah last photographed an American crow on August 11th, 2022. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBestBirdPod and support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash do you hear that. The episode art images come from the Library of Congress and the sound effects come from Noah's backyard and the Macaulay Sound Library.